often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 380. I am your host, Emperor Shiv Palpatine. Here to right the wrong from what Ryan Johnson's shit film brought us. That is The Last Jedi. And yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, this is Josh, of course, uh in here uh, in the uh, slapbox bunker. I got it. What the hell? I got some kind of message. No. Oh. It's unimportant. I need to turn my phone on silent, apparently. Uh, yeah, sitting here in the bunker, got rocking the cold. And it works great for Sheev Palpatine. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, well, I mean, we, we're just getting closer and closer. As uh, Shelly... Shelly's in the muffin hut. I'm in the bunker. As I'm quarantined myself to uh, avoid getting anybody this killer cold. The sickness. The sickness. The sickness inside me. You will feel it. Uh, have you seen the new poster they released for uh, Episode 9? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it today. It's actually. got a combo of uh, Luke, Kylo, and Leia, and then Ray in the front. Like, mainly the faces. I think it's the coolest of the new posters, actually. People are saying, though, it looks like Obi-Wan, which Luke does kind of look a little bit like Obi-Wan there with the beard yeah. and the hair. I don't think that was intended to be the case, though. I'm pretty sure that's just supposed no. to be Luke. Luke. Yes. I mean, he had it in the last one, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I mean, come on. People are digging too much into a poster. Like, <laughs> They're going, it's like, fu- everything's a conspiracy. <laughs> it's funny to me, too, because, like, uh... <clears throat> Like that in particular, because uh, 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 um, Ewan McGregor was just on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, he's been really making the rounds. Like two weeks ago. And that's, well, I was going to say that was where he announced, like, that was the first, you know, about the Obi-Wan. Yeah. And apparently he's going to, he's got to shoot some other movie first and then they're going to do that. But knowing that, and he's been making the rounds, like knowing that, like, why... It's just amazing that people still are like, <gasps> it's Luke, you fucking... <laughs> yeah, like, why would it be Ewan McGregor? <laughs> like, that's not even the Obi-Wan that fucking, uh, you know, Luke even knew, so why wouldn't, no. you know, yeah. uh, Obi, you know, Ewan McGregor be in it? Other than maybe some kind of flashback of Anakin kind of thing. I Anakin, mean, yeah, it's I mean, it would have, reported it would that we are going to see Hayden Christensen, so, you know, maybe. Maybe? <laughs> no! He is sporting the beard, isn't he, Ewan McGregor? So, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's I mean, what they, it's they talked about too. They were like, <sighs> "He's like, is this beard for you know the movie?" And he's like, "No." He said, "Actually, he's like, it, it will be." He goes, "But I'm, I'm shooting something else first. So. <sighs> Mia, nine. Right. I do not trust this Ubi one. <laughs> oh, oh, dogs getting angry. Getting angry. Calm it down. It'll be good to see an Obi-Wan series, though. I do like Ewan McGregor. I even liked him in that Jim Carrey movie where they got gay together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was... 
It's pretty nice. I still have, I need to check out this Doctor Sleep. I haven't seen that yet. I, yeah. I did read the book. But... Is the book pretty good? Yeah, yeah. I picked up the library uh, like at the end of the summer. When did uh, he put out that one? Not that long ago. So, okay. I mean, it wasn't maybe 10 years ago. Huh. Like, it wasn't too long yeah. ago. I was thinking maybe it was a long time ago in a galaxy no, far it, away, far, far away. So, I mean, it, it was a long time after you know he did The Shining. So. Yeah. Well, I got gotcha. you. Hey, Stephen King's got to be getting up there. It's been around a while. A while. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few interviews with him after that movie came out. And he looked creepy. <laughs> yeah, he's always looked a little odd, that one. Uh, like, there's... Yeah. Like, this like, definitely Jesus. looks like a guy that's writing uh, messed up novels. Oh. Oh, I saw do you a... watch, uh Do you watch Castle Rock? No. Should fantastic, I? Fantastic, fantastic show. Yeah? And the first season was really good. It, the first season takes place all at Shawshank. Mm. But this uh, second season, I think, is even better. And Tim Robbins is in the second season. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And Playing goes, his character, Andy Dufresne? No, 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 but he does <laughs> go to Shawshank. Yeah? This is years <clears throat> later. Yeah? The first one actually kind of deals with Shawshank uh, right after uh, Andy Dufresne. So hmm. it's pretty interesting. I had no idea they, it was they uh, kind of mix, tied in. Uh, they kind of mix a bunch of different Stephen King things together. Yeah. And and this one they really do. So this this season it's been like it's been a mix of um, the Stand, Misery, and like Stand by Me. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly Misery though, like a lot of Misery. Yeah, uh, the Friday Thirteenth mask that I made, I made it from watching a YouTuber named Big Hush. This guy from Texas. He's a he's a on air personality for some radio station. I, I don't know if it's Austin. I don't remember where exactly. But uh, he does. Uh, he raps too, and like <laughs> he'll like rap movie uh, listings and stuff. But he put out an album where he's rapping about nothing about else but Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have put out a couple albums, but the Shank, the Shank. He's got some good But masks, it, is, it is really weird. And it, the second season builds up to that. Like Tim Robbins, there's a, a few different stories going on. He's yeah. one of the stories. Yeah. I have a feeling they're all going to intermingle here at the yeah. end. Yeah, I gotcha. But Ugh. so, like, they tease you, you know, like, so you know his character is going to have to go there eventually because they keep talking about it. And then finally, this newest episode. He he goes there and walks in. He's looking around. Of course, they th- they poke a little fun at it. He's like, you know, this. He's like, this place seems really familiar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was there a big poster here with the hole behind it at one point? Uh, maybe a, actually, a rock they hammer. Don't say, they don't say that, but they they like the guy. One of the guys that used to work there, or whatever, is like, this is where you know. They don't say his name, but he's like, this is where that famous guy escaped from, and there's like the room and everything is there a Raquel Welch poster hidden anywhere <laughs> <laughs> they should totally do that like in somebody's office or something damn it dog hmm. 
Yeah, when I think Prison Escapes, I think either Shawshank Redemption or I just think Ted Bundy. Yeah. That's that's the two that really – well, I guess they escape from Alcatraz movie Alcatraz, too. Like, I mean, yeah. definitely. I totally don't think those guys made it. <laughs> they fucking died in the ocean. <laughs> I don't see them making that. No, you never know. You never know. Yeah. They didn't find anything. Yeah, other than some scraps, like of what they made, they didn't they make a raft out of uh, yeah, like yeah. Uh, raincoats and shit. Yeah, well, they I found like scraps them. of that. They didn't, yeah, know. they didn't find the bodies, but you know, it's an ocean. You know, a fucking airliner can go in there and we'll never find it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but you know, maybe maybe they did. Maybe they're hanging with DB Cooper. Maybe it was DB Cooper. I was gonna say maybe it was. That was before D.B. Cooper, was it not? Yeah, I uh, think so. D.B. Cooper, I think, happened in like the 70s. 70s, yeah. Which is a crazy fucking story. Yeah. I, yeah now I'm going to have to look that up. D.B. Cooper. <coughs> yeah, this is what they say on uh, on Wikipedia about D.B. Cooper. He's an unidentified man who hijacked a Boeing 727 aircraft in the northwest United States in the airspace between Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, uh, Washington. Okay, and the afternoon. Get down. Oh, that man, that's a creepy picture of the dude. Uh, The afternoon of Wednesday, November 24th, 71. The man purchased his airline ticket using the alias Dan Cooper, but because of a news miscommunication. Became known in popular lore as D.B. Cooper. He extorted $200,000 in ransom, equivalent to $1,240,000 in 2018, and parachuted. Okay. That seems like nothing. Like, he did that for nothing. Yeah. But he got away with it, is the. <laughs> yeah. And parachuted to an uncertain fate. Despite an extensive manhunt and protracted FBI investigation, the perpetrator has never been located or identified. It remains the only unsolved case of air piracy in commercial aviation history. I'm still you, looking at like, the Pokemon. Like, that DB sounds a lot cooler than Dan Cooper, too. Dan Cooper sounds kind of vanilla-ish. <laughs> I like DB. Uh Available evidence and a preponderance of expert opinion suggested from the beginning that Cooper probably did not survive his high-risk jump, but his remains have never been recovered. The FBI has maintained an active investigation for 45 years after the hijacking, despite a case file that has grown to over 60 volumes over that period. No definitive conclusions have been reached regarding Cooper's true identity or whereabouts. Yeah, that was... uh pretty crazy just to even think to do that like i'm just gonna that's fake news <laughs> I mean, that is that is totally shit out of a movie like if, for that to actually happen i can't imagine somebody just like hijacking a pl- <laughs> i can't imagine being on a plane being a passenger this dude just fucking hijacks it <laughs> just fucking jumps out takes the cash peace out did did you uh did you happen to watch the irishman yet not yet. Uh, I've been uh, drugged out and trying to just, like, sleep off this stuff. That's why I asked. I figured that might have been, like, oh, he had a good opportunity to <laughs> watch watch a four-hour fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and I'm, I'm, I'm getting, up, getting geared up for Star Wars, so I've been uh, 
going back through and wa- I just finished Rogue One actually. Rogue One. Uh, I love that one. Uh, the more I watch it, the more I'm just like, it's just, it's just a good film. Just the look of it, overall look, the darkness to it. It's just a, uh, it's a good feel. Like it. And so next I'm on to New Hope. And it does it right well, on Disney Plus. As soon as you finish Rogue One, it gives you the option to go right into New Hope. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Which I got it queued up. I'm ready for New Hope. I don't know that I'm going to finish watching all of them before <laughs> Episode 9, though. I don't know if I have enough time for that. That's a lot of movie watching, man. That's it like is. Each, almost... Each one is like at least close to three hours. They're at least over two hours apiece. Dude, and they're gonna they're gonna marathon that thing again, like at Ronnie's and shit. Like, That's gonna get absurd. Are they adding dude. Rogue One in there? Because like, yeah. if you go, wow, <laughs> That's fucking ten movies, all no, uh, very no long. Solo, but they are in. <laughs> yeah, Solo. I figured that it's not needed. What about the holiday special? Are they rocking that? They should. Chewy. <laughs> arr, arr. Uh, was it Life Day? Is that the holiday that they're celebrating? I think so, yeah. I think it's Life Day. Uh. <laughs> I think. Uh, did you uh, did you see the newest episode of, of Mandalorian? Yes, I did. See. I was just uh, telling Muffin Man. I was like, it was okay. Yeah, but it wasn't as good as the other ones. It was. It was like Xena or something. <laughs> it or... did have kind of a Xena feel. Holy oh, shit! I didn't <laughs> think about that, but you're right. Holy shit! <laughs> it is almost a Xena feel because like the 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 locals there do remind me. Now that I'm really thinking about that, they remind me of like the locals and shit you'd see in Xena. Xena. Like yeah. the wardrobe, the whole nine. Like holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> just need a. <laughs> So, yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, he said an ATST. Got to take that, that down. That, yeah, that's like where they spent all the money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we spent we spent the money on the ATST and the dog suits. Uh, those one guys that look like kind of like pit bulls. <laughs> like all the budget went to that, so we're just gonna have. Uh, are those people that were in Xena? Are they still around? Can we get the wardrobe from that? That'd be great. Call Lucy Lawless. <laughs> that would be great to see just Lucy Lawless in the next episode. Or Lucy Lawless's uh, friend, her sidekick. I don't remember her name in it. Oh, shit, yeah. Z- Zena's sidekick. Zena's sidekick. <laughs> Not Zena. <laughs> and Bruce Campbell was in that show. I mean, fucking Ash Williams was Ash. in the fucking show. I don't remember his character's name at Zena, but... I mean, oh, and obviously, then they, and then they, and then they get back together in Ash vs. I know. Makes me wonder: Did they ever get together? Together? I mean, I'd like to. Get Was there a Bruce Campbell, Lucy Lawless action? I mean, I'd I'd like to watch that back in the Xena days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it now. Not just you know, I'd rather see a younger Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Can we just see Bruce Campbell through like? Uh, <laughs> A hole in the wall sort of situation, a glory oh, hole. Like, <laughs> like, we don't need to see fat Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> even even in that show. Hopefully, he wears like the girdle that he girdle, like straps yeah. on, like during Ash vs. Evil Dead. 
Well, now I'm kind of into it. Now I kind of want to see Bruce Campbell oh, getting it yeah. on. <laughs> now I'm like, ooh, and he can have the chainsaw arm. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, it had a very Xena feel to it. It was a little weird. Yeah, I totally didn't get that, but as soon as you said that, like, holy shit. Like, like the, even like the wardrobe the end, like, was definitely Xena. Even when he was telling, uh, 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 what's her face? Like, you know, I have to leave the kid. I'm like, they know where the kid's at. Like, why? And yeah, like, I know. That was a little weird. Because <laughs> I was like, do the fobs not work anymore? <laughs> but then the guy shows up using the fob. I was like, okay, yeah, that didn't did not compute. I don't know what he thought was. Yeah, yeah, they're totally not going to find him here. I'm just going to shirk my responsibilities here. Abilities. <laughs> <laughs> He's totally then, the deadbeat dad. Like I'm just going to like I'm going to leave you here. <laughs> On a very special episode of Xena. Yeah. I feel like Mandalorian <laughs> I feel like this love interest though that you know like he's going to pine for this woman. That there's gonna be more to the like maybe he's gonna have to go back at some point. She's gonna it die or something. Me, it reminded me like this is what I kept thinking during the episode. It was like Gilligan's Island, but when the Harlem Globetrotters show up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just Xena and like they're doing a crossover. Xena <laughs> couldn't save them from the ATST, so they needed to call in some reinforcements. <laughs> They need a Hercules, man, but he's too busy fighting the the like, libtards. He's too busy Hercules, fighting yeah. the fight, the good fight for Trump. Trump. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> uh, what he needs to do is make another Pool Boy sequel, but you know, guess we'll never see that. Goddamn Pool Boy! Pool Boy two, drowning out the fury with. Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> There's a crossover for you. Uh, pool boy, you will join the dark side of the pool. <laughs> you'll join. You'll join the deep side. <laughs> you'll join the deep side of the pool. You will drown in the deep side. Uh come on. I am just, I am kind of excited to see Lord Palpatine. I don't, I don't care how ridiculous it is, how they brought him back or anything, but it's going to be <laughs> just, just cool to have Lord Palpatine back. Or, or Emperor Palpatine. I imagine they'll have some kind of Vader thing in there. I mean, it is rumored that Hayden Christensen it does make some kind of an appearance. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> <clears throat> Sounds like there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on there. I gotta take the dog. I just gotta uh, take a shit or something. Deucing. Deucing with yeah. the dog. Deucing with Deucey. Come on. Oh, I did hear some news. Uh, there, it's rumored that there's going to be an episode ten, but you know they're they're stopping with the Skywalker series. Yeah. And uh, this other one takes place in some kind of other time period and unrelated to the Skywalkers. And sounds like Keanu 
could be in episode 10. That dude's just, like, getting all the fucking movies now, man. He is just everywhere. Keanu. He could be a Jedi. Of course, he's going to be the... Well, maybe he'll be a Sith. I don't know. I imagine he'll be he'll be the one. Like he'll be, he's the one. He's, he'll be yeah. the one. <laughs> he'll be the one that, unifi- that puts balance to the Force. Like, he's... Like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> the this is the real prophecy right here. It's Keanu. <laughs> They'll just call him Keanu, too. It will be like any kind of, like, Windu <laughs> or Skywalker. It will just be Keanu. Lord Keanu. <laughs> That'd be great. Just keep his name Keanu. That would That would tickle me quite nicely. It'd feel good. I'm a taint. Uh, Come here, Leia. Come here. That's going to be weird. I don't know why they have to keep going with with the Roman numerals and stuff and keep going with that if it's unrelated. It seems a bit silly to me. Seems misleading. Unless they tie it in somehow. And that's the trick. We're going to find out that Keanu was supposed to be the prophecy. Maybe it takes place opposite timeline or the same timeline as Anakin, but, you know, in a different part of the galaxy. And turns out that, oh, this was supposed to be the real one. Keanu is the real one. Not Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one. another Matrix movie. I know. Uh, Matrix 4. The, he's got Matrix he's, 4. He's the one all over. He's got yeah. another John Wick movie. In pre-production, I believe. Which is basically another Matrix because it's <laughs> fucking Lawrence Fishburne now. Oh, Lawrence Fishburne's in there? That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's great. It's good to see Lawrence now, Fishburne doing yeah, doing stuff again. So, like, he has to uh, he has to go to Lawrence Fishburne at the end, and that's how yeah. they set up for the new one. So <clears throat> they're gonna go against this council. So it's going to be Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu against the world. Oh yeah, that's what I like to hear. You know, so, I, when that when that ended too, I was like, I was like, didn't we? Don't we have three of these fucking movies? <laughs> 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 He's totally going to be in episode ten as well. It's going to be <laughs> Fishburne and and Keanu. <laughs> they should just make a movie and just call it that. <laughs> Fish. Fish in the Reeves. <laughs> like fucking Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, Keanu and Fish. Keanu and Fish. <laughs> Feel the fish burn. <laughs> Feel the burn. Fish burn. <laughs> uh, it's good to see him doing doing stuff again. It like after his like daughter went to porn, Lawrence Fishburne kind of disappeared for a while. Doing a lot of TV. Yeah. I mean, like you said, he disappeared for a while. <laughs> like, what was it, like NCIS, that kind of shit? Was it like uh, procedurals? That uh, the old Fishburne was doing? Yeah. So, yeah, he, oh, man, my mouse. It, I lost my mouse. Well, I guess I won't be surfing on my computer here. Uh <laughs> It totally slid down the back of my desk. That is a pain. Oh, oh, I grabbed it. I grabbed it. I got, got it. it. I got it. 
Yeah, now I'm going to have to find some way to slide it back into my desk. That was... I, I didn't even think I was close to the edge. Apparently I was. I got I'm it. Take okay. this off. What's that? Hey. <clears throat> oh. <sighs> yeah. Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, taking over the world. Do you know when uh, Bill and Ted's is supposed to be coming back out? It's next summer. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, I mean, Keanu is, man, oh, that's it. I'm going to look his ass up on IMDb just to see. <clears throat> yeah, it's 2020, so. Oh, man. You know, they don't look too bad, neither one of them. I mean, they're older, obviously, but we're what, in their, like, 50s? <clears throat> yeah. They both look pretty good. Uh, oh, I haven't seen the other guy in forever. That's creeping me out, actually. There's a yeah. He hasn't had the same fortune. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what the dude's not even top build. Uh, what the hell? Like Keanu's number one, <laughs> like on IMDb here, and then come here, Bill F. Pre- Alex Winter. That's his name. He is way down the list. Poor Alex yeah. Winter. It's like, come on, he's number two, or he's, he's number one. Got- he's number one in the name. He's Bill S. Preston. Bill comes first. Apparently, Ted does though. He probably has like two <laughs> scenes in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all about Keanu being the, the Ted being the one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> ah. Uh, oh, Point Break. There's another good Keanu movie. There's, uh, That's right. You know, over there for a while, I was really annoyed by Keanu, but I'm finding more of a love for Keanu these days. You got to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in Between the Two Ferns movie. Between Two Ferns. That's good. Ow, 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 ow. Get off. Mm. Christ. He's got a lot of stuff in the work. Man, that guy's definitely made a lot of movies. Keanu is, uh... He's a worker. Worker be that one. He's first. He's got 106 credits. And a lot of the... And there had to be at least 60 of those where he was the one. (laughs) He's always always the one. Uh, Even in, like, uh... You know, doesn't doesn't his name mean the one? <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think so. It translates to the one. It's just uh, let's look at Alex Winter's uh, IMDb here. It is, it is a lot smaller. He has thirty six credits <laughs> compared to Keanu's one hundred six. A lot of these are documentaries. Oh, one's called Trump's Lobby. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah. So I guess it shut up. Damn oh, dog. Ugh. And I guess he's done a lot of documentary stuff. Like I don't know if he's directing or So he's done like serious work, I guess. He's not maybe he's trying to actually save the world instead <laughs> of pretending like he's the one that's going to save the world. 
says uh, here for uh, Alex Winter's bio here on IMDb, it says uh, Alex Winter began his career as a child actor, spending several years on Broadway with co-starring roles in productions of The King and I, Peter Pan, and the American premiere of Simon Gray's exclusive play at the Manhattan Theater Club. Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Right. Hit uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and a sequel, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, The Warner Brothers Smash, Lost Boys. Oh, I forgot he was in The Lost Boys. Uh... Then, well, I guess in the 90s, he began a busy career of directing commercials and music videos. Alongside his narrative work, Winter co-wrote, directed, and starred in the hit MTV series The Idiot Box. And the 20th, 20th Century Fox release, uh, Freaked, which has been acclaimed by many critics, including New York Times Entertainment Weekly. Uh, yeah, I guess he's he's a behind-the-camera kind of guy. He's done some work. Good to see him uh, doing good there. Now he's coming back out to, guess what? I'm going to beat <laughs> Bill S. Preston again. And I'm going to have... <laughs> oh, man, this Lost Boys poster that they have is pretty sweet. Like, that's a pretty tight one. I, I'd totally buy that for a dollar. Yeah, they don't... Like, all the pictures of Jesus his stuff. Jesus Christ. I'm just reading his little bio here. He's like... He has uh, British citizenship... Canadian and and the United States. Nice. Does that mean he has to pay taxes in all three places? Sounds like a pain in sure. the ass. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be all right. I mean, he's Bill S. Preston, so I, I mean, think uh, he saved the world twice. Where was he born? Like Bay Ridge or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting fellow. It is funny to think of the stuff we think of him is from. Bill and Ted's, and he plays as just dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, looking at these pictures of him on IMDb, it's all from, like, Lost Boys and uh, Bill and Ted's. So, like, there's, like, no pictures of him from, like, directing. Very few. <laughs> he's, uh... He says he's often described as Buddhist or atheist, and he is on the almost... He's, he's almost number one. He's in the top five of the most famous atheists. Oh, Really? Yeah, I'm gonna have to like pull up some interviews with him later on. Check up the Alex Winter. Oh, winter is coming. <laughs> winter, winter is coming. John Snare. Uh, Alex Winter does sound kind of like a made-up name, though. Or that's like his original name. <laughs> yeah, I can see it being some crazy. Seeing where he was born and shit. I feel like that he had to go with the very, uh, oh man, he did, did a movie about, uh, like, Napster. The downloaded. I think I saw that one. I might have. It came out in 2013. Uh, poster of it's got oh, yeah, the Napster yeah. logo on it. And it says Napster, the music, the battle, the revolution. I may have seen that. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I'm just like getting a big appreciation here for uh, Alex Winter. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, now I'm excited for Bill and Ted's Three. Now the Bill and Ted's Three, they're gonna go back to just playing like fucking idiots. It's gonna be, <laughs> although maybe they're older, maybe they've grown wise. But then it's not gonna be Bill and Ted. It's just gonna be fucking weird. That's what I. That's what I was looking for here. I finally found it. I knew his name meant something. I just couldn't remember what. Keanu. Yeah. 
it means his his full name is Keanu Charles Reeves. Oh, Charles. But his name means cool breeze over the mountains in Hawaiian. Okay, I think I have heard that before. Which means the one. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. doesn't that mean the one? <laughs> cool breeze over the mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah, here we go. A.K.A. the uh, one. Uh, born September 2nd, 1964 in Beirut, Lebanon. Now, is that Keanu or is that Alex Winter? Keanu. Keanu, okay. Yeah. I was getting confused there. I was talking about Alex Winter. Yeah. Then you, okay. Keanu. To, was he to Hawaiian parents or something? Is that where the the name his, came from? Or I guess his mother is uh, English and British, whatever. Gotcha. And his dad is Hawaiian part, and, and then his grandparents are like Chinese. A mix of Chinese and Hawaiian. Gotcha. So, yeah, I when, I was totally confused. I thought you were talking about Alex Winter, as I was. And then, yeah, I gotcha. No, I was trying to find what the hell Keanu's name meant there for a while. I finally found it. I was like, okay. <laughs> cool breeze over the mountains. I wish my name meant that. It surely doesn't. I think it means something about a lot of people dying in concentration camps. <laughs> yeah, it predates that. What am I saying? The Josh part definitely doesn't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh. uh. But yeah, that's interesting. So we're gonna see Keanu a lot here in the future. And in a galaxy far, far away, it's going to be something else. It says no nicknames for Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Why would the you one. need a nickname? Yeah, a, <laughs> he's the one or he's Keanu. I mean, that's... That's just great. No nicknames. The one. <laughs> oh, no no nickname. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. The one. Okay. I thought you said no, N-O. <laughs> Okay, no, 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 no shit. <laughs> I bet people call him that just to like, hey, what's the one? <laughs> it's just like people that know him, just anybody. They're just like, oh, the one's coming out tonight. Yeah, don't one. <laughs> they say he's nobody, a really cool guy. I was going to say nobody ever goes, which one? The one, asshole. You know, save the planet. Speed. Come on. <laughs> Save Sandra Bullock, otherwise she, you know, America wouldn't know her. <laughs> I saw, I, oh my god, that Seinfeld. I saw a provocative movie about the internet with that girl from the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. I think though, Sandra Bullock's best movie, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, I think you're gonna, you probably already guessed it, but it features one Sly Stallone, which is. Hey, you demolition man. Yeah, hey, you, you, you gotta send him me uh, catching me, uh, you know? Yeah, hey, well, we got a Sandy Bullock over here, huh? Uh, she's really nice. Uh, was that pre-speed speed or I believe? I think that might have been after speed. I don't really remember. Goddamn, I was just, uh... Definitely the better of the films, if you ask me. Films, yeah. Definitely, just, uh, What was I watching the other day? can't remember now. Speed, too. <laughs> no, I was watching. 
this thing on YouTube where like GQ talks to an actor and then they break down their like they, they break down their most iconic roles. Yeah. And uh, somebody was talking about. Sandra Bull. Oh, 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 it was uh, Rob Schneider. That's oh, yeah. So I think it was actually, uh, I think it might have been after. Uh, they shot that. Yeah, they shot, He was saying they shot that and it sat, on, it sat for a while. Uh, shot which? What movie? Dem- uh, Demolition. Oh, Demolition. Yeah. oh, yeah, I forgot Rob Schneider was in that. He was in a couple movies with Stallone. He was in Judge Dredd. Yep. Schneider. He was saying too, was like when he got the call for Demolition Man, he was like, "I don't really." He's like, "I don't have any lines. I don't do anything." According to I, yeah, IMDb, it was a ninety-three is what they have Demolition Man at, and Speed's at ninety-four. So they came out right on top. Fair, of other, yeah, fairly close. Yeah, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> what I was gonna say is, Rob Schneider says. According to according to Rob Schneider, uh, Sandra Bullock does the best fucking Sylvester Stallone impersonation. Oh yeah! Holy yeah. shit! I will have I can't the way I got it set up right now. I can't do audio right now from anything else. But I will have to see if I can find that in the old YouTube, man. <clears throat> that is uh, that <laughs> I would like to hear her do that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> She seems like she'd be a cool person to hang out with. Uh, it's nice to learn. I'm, I feel like she's... Uh, there's got to be a clip of that. Please be there. Let there be a clip. <laughs> I'm not seeing one as of yet, but... Uh, oh, there's a, there's a six-minute video of her talking about love scenes... <laughs> Demolition Man, so that's got to be good. Maybe she does the voice. Hey, yeah, let's get it on. What, hey, what's with this virtual reality shit, huh? What, got this headset. Why don't we just go, like, skin on skin here? You just, uh, <clears throat> you know, lick the shaft, or stroke the shaft, cup the bones, say my name, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on it, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. I, and that movie, I haven't watched that in a long time now. But I mean, you got, you got Rob Schneider, Dennis Leary makes a small appearance. You got Jesse the Body Ventura. I mean, it's got everybody. It's got it's got the shit. It's uh, what what's the uh, uh, shit? What's the Latino guy? Uh, he was kind of big at the time. He's in there. <laughs> he plays uh, one of the cops, and he turns to to Leary's people. Yeah, I can't remember that. He's he. I don't think I even seen him in oh, any uh, long time. Benjamin uh, Pratt. Oh, oh yeah, and one of the best parts. <laughs> you got Dan Cortez, former MTV VJ Dan Cortez, doing a Jolly Green Giant theme song. In the uh, Taco Bell place that's like all suit and tie, Taco <laughs> Bell. You got him playing. In the <laughs> I think it's the Jolly Green Giant song he's doing. It was just like, because everything in the future, I love that. Like The list, the music they listen to is all jingles from back in the day. 
it's like just way back in yeah the way TV. back in the day like <laughs> before tv for some reason it's dan cortez of all people it was dan cortez i wonder what ever happened to dan cortez <laughs> uh, that guy's maybe he's, he's uh on, he was on uh, an episode of seinfeld yeah he was pretty big in the 90s as far as mtv went at least so was uh speaking of that so was rob schneider <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, hell, Adam Sandler got his start he talks on MTV. About, that's, that's one of his. Uh, he talks about Seinfeld. That's one of his iconic roles. <laughs> he plays a fucking uh, a deaf guy, but he's not sure if he's like he doesn't know. Yeah, he was saying he walked up to Larry David, and he's like, "So is 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 he really deaf or is he not deaf?" Or he's like, "What's what's the deal?" And Larry David's like, "I I, I don't know." Whatever you want it to be, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, okay. Uh, he's like, I'm gonna go ask Jerry. And he's like, I walk up to Jerry, and he's like, is this guy Whatever really deaf? To be, man. And he looks at him and he goes, who knows? He's like, that's the funny part about it. He's like, you're a comedian, make it work. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rob Schneider or uh, Dan Cortez? Yeah, Rob Yeah, those got, but yet Rob. Well, I don't know if Rob Schneider, did Rob Schneider start on MTV. I know uh, Adam Sandler got a start on MTV. Yeah, I don't know. There was. I a, think Rob Schneider was just appeared stand up. Yeah, just stand up and then like uh, a lot of yeah. There was Sandler, Colin Quinn started on MTV. It was a uh, show, Remote Control. I think it was. It was a game show. And sand the Sandman Chris, and Colin Quinn Chris were involved Hardwick. with that. Well, yeah started on the MTV. I remember watching Singled Out all the fucking time. time. It was the Jenny McCarthy and then it became Carmen Electra. She morphed yep. into Carmen Electra. She morphed yeah, she turned into <laughs> Carmen Electra. And then somehow Dennis Rodman came into the picture. <laughs> had, de- had she never had Carmen Electra never started seeing Dennis Rodman though, I feel like we would have ne- like she would have disappeared off the map. It would have just been that girl that was on that show. <laughs> I don't know. She was she she was married to uh, Dave Navarro for fucking yeah. That is true. I do recall that. But like other than you that, seen that, have you ever seen that episode of Cribs with Dennis Rodman with uh, Dave Navarro? Maybe I did. I might have. He's got he's got a, a room that's like right before it goes into like his recording studio in the yeah. basement or whatever. They've all got recording studios there. Well, of course. He's got this room, and when you open it up, is I mean, as big as the wall, dude, is the the print or the picture. I believe it's uh, what is it? Vietnam, where the the kids getting shot in the you know you know. Oh shot shit! Up, I think it. I think who else uses it? I think uh, Rage Against the Machine uses that shot too, in one of their inside covers. But I mean, it's big as shit, dude. I was like, "Whoa!" That's kind of fucked up. Dumb, yeah. <laughs> Not as fucked up what I've heard of about Epstein's place, but <laughs> he had some weird, fucked up shit. Yeah, he probably had weird shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember. There's some weird shit, like like women, like on nooses, and just like a picture, a mural with him in prison. It was some weird stuff. I don't remember <laughs> <What>? the exact <laughs> like. Some weird shit. I don't remember what 
fuck. I guess I'm gonna have to look it up now because like uh it was some fucked up shit that was like in his uh fucking Epstein, man. Yeah. You know you know, it's funny how quickly we haven't heard shit about the people he was involved with now. <laughs> I mean he was you know, you got Bill Clinton there's, man, Donald there's Trump. Another, there's another one. Every time I hear that name or I see a meme <clears throat> the only thing I can and I don't know why, but I just picture him with Trump and Giuliani all painted gold. <laughs> like <fucking> JFK. <laughs> like JFK. <laughs> oh, he had a heated sidewalk. I forgot about that. Doing cocaine off each other's nipples and shit. <sighs> That's crazy. He had a heated sidewalk in New York. Lord. <laughs> that had to cost a fortune. No shit. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Uh, what, the... Like I can't even imagine like the guy, the workers would be like, man, you know, we have to do this. And uh... oh man, uh, in his wall of fame, it says his wall of fame here. In what appears to be Epstein's study, the walls and tables are covered with pictures of, in parentheses, in then famous people, so infamous people, including Woody Allen, Saudi Arabia's <laughs> Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, aka Mr. Bonesaw, uh... and Bill Clinton. Then uh, Jir talks about the uh, prison garden mural. The Times cites a lot of design nonsense in a recent piece about the townhouse, but the single piece of information that will go down in infamy is that Epstein possesses a mural depicting a photorealistic prison scene that included barbed wire, corrections officers, and a guard station with Mr. Epstein portrayed in the middle. He reportedly commissioned it a few years ago, and it and now it's displayed somewhere on the second floor. That's fucking weird. <laughs> that is a little weird. Our Corey Hay, a public relations specialist who visited Epstein's home three months ago, told the Times he was invited for the express purpose of viewing the mural. Uh, Epstein said, that's me, and I had this painted because there is always a possibility that could be me again. <laughs> this is likely a reference to the 18-month jail sentence Epstein served, but only 13 months of it as part of the 2008 plea deal that allowed him to avoid federal charges and potential. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a doll chandelier. Okay, maybe this is what I was thinking about with the nooses. Uh, the, the home featured a life-size female doll hanging from a chandelier. <laughs> then there's the eyeball hallway in a 2003 Vanity Fair piece. Uh, the townhouse described the entrance hall as uh, decorated with row upon row of individually framed eyeballs imported from England. I, I don't know if those are real eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> why they had to be imported from England. <laughs> there's a human chessboard. According to one visitor who spoke to the Times, there's a chessboard at the bottom of the staircase that is hair-raising in its commitment to creeping people the fuck out. <laughs> Each of its customized figurines is modeled after one of his staffers and dressed suggestively. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That That's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's Dog Stuff, uh, Vanity Fair's 2003 report, also contains a detail about a stuffed black poodle in Epstein's study. It's situated atop a grand piano, and Epstein has reportedly pointed it out to visitors, telling them, no decorator would ever tell you to do that, but I want people to think what it means to stuff a dog. <laughs> I don't know what he means by that. I, I, what? Yeah. yeah, but I want people to think what it means to stuff a dog. 
Accordingly, uh, or additionally, uh, Curbed reported in 2015 that a lawsuit filed in 2007 on behalf of model Maximilia Cordero, who accused Epstein of statutory rape and sexual assault, contained the following detail about Epstein's Manhattan abode. The defendant gave a plaintiff a tour of his mansion, showing her a huge crystal staircase with a huge crystal ball by the railing, ceiling chandeliers, a lounge room with red chairs, a statuette... Parentheses, sick of a dog with a statue of dog feces next to it. What? <laughs> He's got a statue of dog and then dog shit. A statue, like, <laughs> next to it. Like, that's part of the statue. Like, that's fucking weird. This is a weird dude. Fucked up individual. There's a giant tiger, apparently. The poodle wasn't the only stuffed dead animal in Epstein's collection. A hedge fund trader who visited the townhouse told the Post... He had snapped photos of a large taxidermy tiger located in Epstein's office. I don't uh, think the pictures really give proper dimensions, he said. The desk had to be one of the biggest desks I've ever seen, and that tiger just dwarfed it. He also took a photo of the poodle, which he said looked like he needed to be dusted. That's just weird shit. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we don't hear shit about Epstein now. Now you just hear, like, the conspiracy theories and, like, they're just, like, forget all about Jeffrey Epstein. So whoever, you know, whether he was murdered or not, like, they, it worked out. Yeah, it, it, it's fine. It literally killed the story. You don't hear Bill Clinton's name and Jeffrey Epstein or Trump and Epstein and all the rumors about them fucking. Although it has kind of fucked with the... Uh, the uh, Prince Andrew, he had that yeah. interview lately, and he didn't really apologize for being friends with him and stuff. Like he didn't really do himself a whole lot of favors. <laughs> so, I guess there's one person that has kind of taken some heat from it. I doubt that he's gonna be real fucked though. I mean, he's royalty. Yeah. He's gonna be all right. He's gonna make a phone call. He's gonna hang out with Bill Clinton later. They'll be all right. They'll find some other financier that's fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. out there. They're, yeah, I'm sure they are. They probably also have heated sidewalks. So I'd watch out. If you're walking to New York City and you come across a heated sidewalk, be leery. No shit. <laughs> for, so, for so many reasons. <laughs> like, why is this snow melting? It's a negative 10 degrees. It just bat like just the doing of it. Like I can't even imagine. Like you know what's just gonna cost you? Like yeah, yeah. Do it. Don't you worry. Know, every, you know everything under here is like two hundred years old. Like <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I I killed kids in Africa just for fun to get the yeah, blood diamonds. Worry. It'll be all right. Don't We've got. Worry. I've got my own child army in Su- in the Sudan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My my own Sudanese, my own Sudanese, like uh, child yeah. guerrilla child force. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's nothing. It's nothing. Like this is jump change. This is. Come on. <clears throat> Don't you want a heated sidewalk? <laughs> uh, I'm making I'm making New York great again. <laughs> heated <laughs> sidewalks for everybody. Buddy. Yeah. That make if I could have if 
I could have a heated sidewalk. It might be like, ooh, it might be kind of cool to live in New York. That's definitely like a downside of New York, knowing just like how bad their winters get. Well, that and you just, I mean, it's New York. <laughs> it could be rough. I mean, I'd like to go to New York for a while, but I don't know that I'd want to live there. I could live there. Mm. I mean, the winters would suck, but yeah, I could, I could do it. Yeah. Heated sidewalk. Some, uh, make I mean, it not then, you know, I mean, I could do some Hell's Kitchen or something like that. I, I do have a friend that I believe lives in Brooklyn. I, I, you know, I, I know one local. <laughs> Could do some Coney yeah, Island the all the time. Carl. Shogun, Carl, the Shogun, he lives in New York. The Shogun. Shogun. Where else would the Shogun live? I mean, I mean, it's the Shogun. That's where you gotta live. Shogun. Isn't that where the the one lives there? Doesn't? He? <laughs> yeah, I believe. Of course, the one lives there. You know, I bet he's got a heated sidewalk. I just hope he never hung out at Jeffrey Epstein's. I had even the if, even if he did even if he did he's still the one Ugh. he's still the one dude not if we see a video with like that video of Trump and Epstein like where well, Trump yeah, is smacking not... that girl's ass hopefully like we don't find out the ones in that video as well <laughs> Keanu's like just grab her by the pussy just put... he's yeah he's the one that came that coined the phrase <laughs> go up on her like a bitch grab her by the pussy <laughs> pussy whoa <laughs> I know Kung Fu oh, I know Kung Fu Grab her by the pussy Whoa <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not <laughs> Hopefully not <laughs> Well I, I had the conversation again today man Like I will be My brain cannot handle this If I ever find out Tom Hanks did some horrible shit Like I will That will be the <laughs> That's it That's it Like I'm checking out like I'm not gonna die, but I'm gonna be like one of those just crazy people from then on. Like reality, I will not be connected to reality anymore. It will just be my whole life is shattered. As I say this, there's probably some story coming out. <laughs> you'll just be walking. You'll just be walking around singing fucking theme song to bosom buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Oh, if it's my life. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Oh, that's a great song though. People are like, "What is this fucking weirdo, man?" I'll be, I'll have a Kip shirt on. Kip shirt, yep. <laughs> Kip. I, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Just says, "I love Kip." <laughs> oh, oh man, that show was fantastic. Totally great. Yeah, and it'll be horrible if I find out he molested somebody on that set. Oh. Uh, I feel con. I feel pretty confident though. Tom Hanks isn't that type of guy. Oh, I hope so. I believe you just like to cr- collect for, typewriters. I, it, that that one would suck, but I, for me, I think it'd be Bill Murray. If I, if I yeah, that would to. suck too. <laughs> that would suck too. But I, man, I just, I just have a real big love for Tom Hanks. And there's just so many movies that I'd have to no longer watch. I mean, it would be the same, I guess, for Bill Murray. But I mean, there's just, I mean, I could never watch Forrest Gump the same way. And I just, my, I. I quote that I mean, so often. <laughs> I can't I can't hear Man in the Mirror without thinking, really? Like, <laughs> I can't hear any Michael Jackson song without thinking, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Especially that one. Like, after I've listened to the lyrics <laughs> of that song, I'm like, dude, you're yeah. a good fucker. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck, seeing that documentary. You know, I've known people that have watched that documentary, too, and say, like, I don't believe it. I That's, you know, I don't believe it. I mean, I guess that's their... 
their opinion, but shit, man. Their I mean, opinion, their prerogative not to, but... He did... Even if you believe he didn't fuck up... Like, you're at least buying into the fact Dude, and I've, that I've heard, he... I've seen plenty of arguments that, that are like, it's all in editing, it's the way it's presented, <laughs> like... Huh? <laughs> shit <laughs> no, i'm pretty sure they didn't there's, like make there's no one on the other side like there's no like pro guy there's no pro rape guy on the other side yeah <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> like i don't feel like there was any thing for them to gain by making that documentary those guys didn't Document- seem exactly. like they needed yeah. to do that to like make money or anything like that i just they didn't I don't seem- feel like they didn't seem like they were comfortable, like yeah, talking like, about it. And it's not like they said he's like the most horrible person. Like you know, they admitted you know they did have feelings for the guy and did like, but it was a fucked up situation. Think, you know, there's a conflictedness about it. I, what I love too is uh, I was I was listening to Stern like not too long after that documentary came out. And they were talking about, I don't know, I think she might have been on the, I can't remember if she was on the show or somebody was on the show that knew Cheryl Crow. Yeah. But apparently, <clears throat> like, after this happened, like, people were coming up to Cheryl Crow and they were like, how could you let this happen? And I forgot. Like, yeah, she was, she was friends with Michael, right? Well, she, she went a, on tour with him, a, correct? Yeah, she was a backup singer, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I totally forgot about that. And people were like, is this true? How the and fuck I guess, would she know? <laughs> I guess the, she did make a statement saying, like, whatever the kid's name was, she she knew the kid. Yeah. And she never, uh, she said yeah. she personally never seen anything. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I love how people have the impression that, like, if somebody's going to do that, that, they do, that they're nonstop fucking kids and that they're going to fuck every kid that they come in contact with and that everybody's going to be aware of it. <laughs> It's like, I guess my my thing with that too is the whole documentary is about, you know, the re- a good part of it is about the reasons why they didn't say anything and the power that he that he had. Yeah. So that being said, why would you go up to fucking Cheryl Crow, a backup singer? <laughs> Any time. Yeah, like she had no power <laughs> over anything that Michael Jackson did. <laughs> At the time, she was a nobody. I mean, a nobody, shit. yeah. Michael Jackson probably didn't... Well, he might have remembered her name. He was a weird dude. The he, kid he was fucking was a bigger star than she was at the time. <laughs> it's just so funny how people don't want to believe that... Like, he did... Like, it, like, people just can't rationalize. Like, if I found out Tom Hanks was... Like, it would drive me crazy. But, like... uh people just can't have a separate thing and realize that people can do really great things and do really horrible things at the same time they're doing that. And that there's, it's just hard to wrap the brain around that. (laughs) Which would be my Tom Hanks dilemma. (laughs) So keep it, keep it on the the good side there, Tom. That's even worse too. I cannot listen to a Michael Jackson song. Like I can avoid a Michael Jackson song. Yeah. It's going to be a lot harder to avoid a fucking Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, man. Yeah. The burbs? I mean, come on. Well, even even if you 
even if your favorite scene in Saving Private Ryan has nothing to do with Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a little rough. You you just want to see that scene where the guy's like dragging the arm. Arm, yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks is right there. Right there. He's all over it. Oh, I dropped it. But yeah, you get all fucked up <laughs> trying to sit through an old episode of Bosom Buddies, <laughs> or a uh, family ma- or not, uh, family ties. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be at, you're gonna be at home one day, and bachelor party's gonna come on. Oh, what bachelor party! Oh man, classic Hanks. Love the classic Hanks. One of my favorites, though, is Joe vs. the Volcano. A lot of people these days don't know that one, but it was him and Meg Ryan's first flick together and the best of the trilogy. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. It totally kicks Sleepless in Seattle and Dude, You Got not, Mail it's not, to it's the not some Curb. Sappy fucking romance. Yeah. Rom com. It is a rom com, but it's kind of absurd. <laughs> it's it's an absurd <laughs> com. I mean, it's got Lloyd Bridges in it. Uh, <laughs> fucking Lloyd Bridges classic and Robert Stack <laughs> that film is fantastic I just love the whole sequence at the beginning of the film when he's uh cause he's a, a hypochondriac Tom Hanks' character he's constantly think he's like ill he thinks he's gonna die which seems kinda like me uh, <laughs> I'm always like oh that's the cancer oh god damn it I dropped my mouse again uh but uh <laughs> He's got this like living, working in this factory that's just everything's dark and gray. They make prosthetic balls, like testicles. They make fake testicles. I think is one of the things they make. <laughs> and there's the lighting in there's terrible. And Mia's trying to talk. She wants on the podcast apparently. No, you don't like the new Star Wars. You don't like Mar- Mandalorian. What, what are you talking about, Mia? <laughs> no comment. Oh. Apparently not, <laughs> man. Shit, you more of a you got mail girl? I guess so. Shit. All right. <laughs> I think she's telling us that Tom Hanks has been molesting children. Oh fuck! <laughs> QAnon was right. Right. Damn it. <laughs> well, he is friends with Steven Spielberg, so you know. No? They did, they did, uh, Timmy's in the well. They did rape Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, now, I love Harrison Ford, but I can see him finding out he did some things that weren't so great. <laughs> like, he's, an odd, he's, he's an odd guy. He's an odd dude, yeah. Well, I, lo- I love just watching interviews like he hates Star Wars. Like he hates the character yeah. of Han Solo. He wanted him to kill him off and like return I've, the Jedi. I've, I've never seen... Like, <laughs> Regardless of the role, like I've never seen like a, a positive fucking Harrison <laughs> interview. Like, yeah, he's like, always love playing that role. Yeah, he's always so annoyed by like interviews yeah. and just like, oh, there's like you see footage of him like I guess after Empire Strikes Back comes out and like I guess one of the Indiana Jones films is already out too, and like uh, David Letterman starts asking him about Star Wars and he just like, oh, oh, I'm gone. <laughs> It seems like he's like mellowed out a little bit though, and I think uh, like the uh, 
Carrie Fisher passing away actually kind of mellowed him out a little bit. Like, uh, he's done, like, a Comic-Con now. It was like a Comic-Con or something, some kind of equivalent to that, like, he showed up at, which he's never done before. <laughs> so he's actually like, oh, I guess uh, I'm somewhat thankful for you people. All right. <laughs> Most of the time, he's just like, fuck this. <laughs> I love Mark H- Mark Hamill does the best like Harrison Ford though. His fucking impression of Harrison Ford is, is just like dude. dead oh my on. God. That guy oh man, I'd love to fucking meet Mark Hamill one day. That would be fantastic. He just seems yeah. like a great interview too. Like all of his interviews, like he's just the coolest ever. <laughs> well, him and Harrison Ford in interviews do well together, but like <laughs> Harrison Ford's just a salty guy, it would seem. Like, it's it's just so funny because his characters, although his characters are typically kind of a scoundrel, but they're like a lovable scoundrel. Like, he's got, like, a, yeah. I think he smokes a lot of weed. I've heard that. (laughs) (coughs) Like, a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Which has made him salty, is what you're saying? (laughs) It's, It's definitely made him like complaced like yeah even like when you see the video of him in uh oh shit uh uh the fucking magician what's his name david blaine oh yeah, yeah that was david from blaine. years ago yeah like that one he's just like, he's real high during that video he's just so amazed by this card trick <laughs> Well, from what I understand, like, I mean, it doesn't seem like he really gives a shit about acting, really. And I don't know that he really ever cared a whole lot about it. He definitely didn't like being called, known for being Han Solo. Like, he definitely Solo. loves doing, like, carpentry, and doesn't he live out on a ranch or something? Yeah. <clears throat> it's just, like, this is what pays the bills. Like, I hate my, he's basically like me, like, I hate my job, basically, kind of thing. <laughs> but his job is, like, the coolest job on the fucking planet. He plays fucking Han Solo and Indiana Jones, but he hates his fucking job. I believe he actually likes Indiana Jones, though. (laughs) Or at least I hope so. (laughs) Uh, I love it, too, when people say, like, oh, you know, everybody hates their job. Just think about it that way, you know, no matter what the job is. And we're like, no, I'd still take Harrison Ford's job over mine, even if... (laughs) Yeah, I'd take it over mine. I'd be fine. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. I mean, I'd, I'd give it a shot, you know? Yeah, you know, I'll hate it every day if I have. If that's what I have to do, that's what I have to do. If I have to play Han Solo for the rest of my life and be known as Han, so be it. I will take that burden. And I will wear it like a, like a scarlet letter. <laughs> my Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, episode nine. We're, we're just weeks away now at this point. Weeks away. Weeks away. You'll see Lord Emperor Palpatine. I keep wanting to say Lord because he says Lord Vader, but he's not Lord Palpatine. He's Emperor Palpatine. But he says Lord a lot. So. I am Darth Sidious. Your friends will find the shields quite operational. And hopefully, you know, we see some more. We get an actual Xena in in uh, Mandalorian. Let's hope for that. <laughs> it's, uh, 
or at least her sidekick, you know. That would be funny just to have her like it would be so hilarious just to have like like holy shit next episode it just so happened like in any part I'm like is that fucking Zena's sidekick? Maybe they did take the fucking uh uh wardrobe from Zena. <laughs> I mean it totally looked like a Zena set in the wardrobe and all. Quite, quite funny. <laughs> I yeah, man, I totally yeah. I mean, you nailed it on on the head with that one. That was <laughs> fucking Zena. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I think I'm good here. You got uh, anything else there? Uh, what's her Gabrielle? I believe is that the name of the uh female storm f- former stormtrooper in uh the oh oh the sidekick gabrielle okay yeah. okay that's right that's right gabrielle yes the sidekick so look for gabrielle in the mandalorian coming up <laughs> that'd be great she's coming she's got like no tits well, they 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 found a girl with no tits to st- stick next to fucking Zena. <laughs> All There's right, a cute girl. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, there's a picture of them standing next to each other, <laughs> and like Zena's just stacked. Well, I mean, they probably. I mean, they definitely want to draw the attention to Zena. She's the one. That's, oh yeah, uh, it's, you can tell in that picture. Like, it's just funny. She's like way taller. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever it is. Should be helping me out. They should. They should. They should be the smart ones, figuring stuff be. out. Zena is just all about the action. I remember when they did the crossover too with Zena and Hercules. Zena and Herc. I used to watch those shows religiously. And there for uh, a while when Hercules was back on, or when it was on Netflix, I don't know if it still is. Uh, I I did watch some, or maybe it was Zena. I was watching Zena on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, I watched the shit out of that. I watched me some Xena. I didn't do Jam. I didn't do Hercules. I did them both. I was I was all in. I did. Uh, what was he? I did uh, Highlander at that time. Mm. I didn't watch that much of the Highlander. I watched the movies. I didn't get into the TV show so much. I was confused. I was like, there can only be one. <laughs> oh, and they make a whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, this doesn't make sense. This does not compute. <laughs> and then they were like, oh shit, we better make a movie. <clears throat> yeah, we'll have the uh, more than one in the one. <laughs> what they failed to realize is they never had the right one. They never had Keanu. They never had the no, cool breeze didn't. over the mountains. Fail. There's your Highlander right there. They st- I think my favorite is uh, the second one. Mm. Oh yeah, the they, one with Sean when Connery. They, when they bring Sean Connery back, yeah, and uh, it's like, what happened? He's just like, oh, time travel. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're good. There's a guy I love, like his acting and stuff, but you know, he's definitely not the greatest guy in the world. He used to beat women and such. <laughs> and then there's that interview. What was it, Diane Sawyer, or who was it that was interviewing him, where he's talking? And he's just like. She's asking him about beating women and stuff, and he's like, well, you know, oh, Connery, uh, damn it, I, I can't think of Sean Connery's voice right now. I'm trying to do one, but, like, uh, basically said, uh, you know, the woman's got to have the last word, and you just you just got to, like, basically tell her to shut up. 
It's like, oh, all right. <clears throat> yeah, I was listening to an interview with uh, fucking uh, uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And he, was, he was talking about the hunt for Red October. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, he's like, he's so, you know, he was just saying how amazing, you know, Sean Connery was just to watch him. Yeah. And you just get so lost, you know, watching his performance and everything. And he goes, you know, you're standing there and he's like, this guy's totally supposed to be Russian, but you don't even care because it's Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly not. He's got this Scottish accent. Accent. <laughs> she doesn't even try to hide. Yeah, that's a good and movie. I guess he had uh, he had a he had some jacket on, <clears throat> and Alec Baldwin really liked the jacket. Yeah, and he's and he said where he said uh, he said where did you get that jacket if you don't mind me asking? And he's like, oh, I had wardrobe make it for me. And he, <laughs> he, he, he looks up and he snaps his fingers and he's like, wardrobe, make a jacket for the boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, Sean Connery, but oh man, he was so good in like uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. We called the dog Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I'm already like, oh yeah, he's kind of a dick, and like I don't know how many times he hit times he hit a woman but you know I, I feel like maybe he learned his lessons at some point <laughs> he probably never did but probably yeah. never did. he probably never did he's probably beating some woman tonight oh what was the other one? Oh, <laughs> he was he, he was telling a story uh they were at a party and uh the hors d'oeuvres you know the drinks would come by and and uh sean connery would have it was it was the rap party that's what it was yeah and he'd have he had mm. two glasses of champagne and the drink cart, you know, was coming by, and or drink tray, and he was about to grab another glass of champagne. This wife smacks his hands. She's like, "No, no, Sean, no, no, only two glasses of champagne." <laughs> was he married to Terry Jones? I, I didn't from, say <laughs> no from Monty oh, Python. Yeah. <laughs> Terry guess, Jones, yeah. <laughs> the way your voice was. It was just yeah. like, oh, that's the third the one today, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course. Your d'oeuvres came by, and it was the same thing. You know, he already had his 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 allotted his allotted amount. Payment. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, no, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's, Alec Baldwin says, he looks over, and Sean Connery goes, "Well, it's not going to be much of a party, then, is it?" <laughs> <laughs> no, man. If you're only allowed so many d'oeuvres, like shit, probably went home and beat her that night. Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that was an old interview, so maybe at some point in time he realized that was bad. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> oh. Apparently he yeah, wrote I about just, it in a book. I, I just love the jacket though. That, that part was good. Make, make the boy the, make a boy make make the boy a jacket. <laughs> Make the boy a jacket. We call it the dog Indiana. Oh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. He's like, you know, you're just standing there and you're like, this guy's 
totally supposed to be Russian. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you see it, Arnold Schwarzenegger in any movie. Like... <laughs> Terminator, like his first like big role, which he just played a futuristic robot killing machine. Yet he's got a German accent. Why would a robot that's trying to fit in in America choose to have a German accent? <laughs> it makes no sense if you're like thinking about it. Oh yeah, I just remembered. <clears throat> we were talking about the guy last podcast that uh, that played Darth Vader. Yeah, his, uh, his voice in the movie and stuff. Yeah, David Prowse. I believe his David name. Prowse. Yeah, I just seen a whole deal about him. Like really interesting guy. Like a, a just little documentary about him. Yeah, but I did not know <laughs> he was. He's in fucking uh, Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. I was he was like, a damn. bodybuilder. Yeah, and he was Clockwork Orange. He was the Orange, yeah. he was the guy's uh, bodyguard. Guard. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't know that? Oh, man, that's, yeah. No, I didn't know that. That was a lot yeah, of... it's kind of funny. I mean, he's kind of a total dick, but... <laughs> he's just still just so <laughs> sore just about so... the whole Darth Vader thing. <laughs> and from what I understand, he was a bitch to work with. I mean, I guess I see why. But, like, in Empire Strikes Back and shit, to, like, work with him doing the fight scenes and shit, like, he was not very helpful, shall we say. <laughs> 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 Very yeah, salty. Like, yeah, he's a real, just kind of, kind of an ass. Yeah, he's got some problems. When to be fair, he is just a really big dude in a suit. It's not like in a suit. Yeah. I mean, sorry to break it to you, but they could have got another really big dude to be put in a suit. <clears throat> the voice was really what you think of Darth Vader. The voice and the mask—that's what makes Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the scuba diving equipment with the sound like that's why you know it just felt weird to see the prequels so I just think no. Darth Vader I just think of <laughs> no <laughs> greatest line in Star Wars ever <laughs> Mia, Mia thought I was uh, talking to her yeah She's like chewing on a toy, and I she just stopped. Said that she's like, "What the fuck, dude? <laughs> this is my this is my toy." Man, I I did go back, and I was like, I, I felt like I shouldn't even bother watching the prequels because I don't have much time to watch movies right now. But I wanted to get through, you know, some Star Wars before going to see Episode Nine, and I went ahead and I watched the prequels while I was doing other shit, at least. But man, I'd forgotten just how bad the dialogue is in a lot of that. Man, it is so bad. And that's the worst part about it too, because it's all dialogue. <laughs> yeah, there's some just, just shitty fucking dialogue. It that's goes on. Apparently, that was on. one of the things that Harrison Ford really hated about Star Wars was the fucking dialogue. He apparently changed quite a bit. Like, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, this is this is lame. Not, not that he would use the word lame but you know well, it's, it's, it's funny too because like all the other all of his other director for like brian de palma and martin scorsese they all said the same thing they were like this writing is atrocious yeah <laughs> which the prequels you didn't have all those other people's like really coming in to help whereas like the original trilogy it was he had a lot more people involved with it involved yeah like he had a lot more control over the or didn't have as many people i i, I from what i i remember maybe i'm wrong on that 
but like there's definitely like it was like Lucas's like fan fiction almost like this is oh this is what I really want. <laughs> like, well, I ooh. just okay, I was just looking at that last episode of uh, the Mandalorian. Did you see? Yeah. Uh, did you happen to notice who directed that? Oh uh, fuck, I forgot who directed it. Uh, I saw it. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Willow. She basically made. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think she might. I saw the list of who directed every episode because they have a list on that, and yeah. uh, I don't remember who all was. Uh, it does seem weird that she would be directing an episode. I just well, think I of her in that I... Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That episode creeps me out because we are right there. Yeah, we are there. <laughs> they have a uh, board top ge- or a tabletop game of that episode. Really? Yeah, that's, I haven't looked it up, but there's apparently a board game. Huh. Yeah, that's probably why it was just it looked like Xena. Maybe she's just a fan of. Zeta. Hopefully. Uh, here we go. Their director list. We'll see what other directors they've got here. Uh, <clears throat> we'll find out. Uh, damn it. Bill Burr's going to be in there. Fun fact. I think I saw that before. Carl Weathers. Gotta love some Carl Weathers. Okay. There we go. Chapter Filoni's directing the next episode, which he directed the first one. Gotcha. Dave Filoni's the one that he was behind uh, the Clone Wars. Ooh, Taika Waititi directs episode eight. Nice. And then uh, six is I am not familiar with these other two names here. Rick Famuyiwa. Mm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, and then Deborah Chow. Is directing seven, but I, ooh, I'm excited to see what Taika Waititi does. I like Taika Waititi. I just love saying his name, Taika Waititi. He's great in interviews too. If you ever watch interviews with him, it's pretty fantastic. I don't think so. I, w- I still want to see Jojo Rabbit. I haven't watched it. Wait, that Jojo Rabbit's the one where it's the kids uh, got in Nazi Germany has an imaginary friend uh, of Hitler. Yes, yes. He plays Hitler, and he directed the movie. <laughs> There, there was an interview I saw. I don't remember who did it, but it was a of the cast of the Mandalorian. They had Taika Waititi, uh, Pedro Pascal. I, I don't think Favreau was there, but uh, Giancarlo Esposito, uh, and the the woman that plays the former stormtrooper. I think she was there. I don't know her name, but like <laughs> they were talking to Taika Waititi, and he's like, hey, "Yeah, I don't know what Star Wars is," and stuff like claimed to not know what Star Wars and shit was. He, he's a he's a pretty funny guy. I am looking forward to seeing the the next Thor movie. But uh, yeah, I think we should go ahead and wrap this up. I need to take some pills and black out. Right on. Go. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, as always, that's a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.